Got the winter blues? You might need the Encourage Online Conference. It's Saturday, February 4th from 9 to 12 p.m. The Encourage Women's Conference will lift you up with three awesome speakers, Yvette Walker, Christine Trempe, and Allison Daniels. Log on in your jammies and with your messy hair. Grab your coffee and join us at the Encourage Online Conference. Get your tickets at Encourage 2023 on eventbrite.com. When we perform for Jesus, it becomes our identity. And it, it's a really dangerous place to be. And I find that longtime believers have a big problem with that. And that was me. Stay tuned for more from John Fugler on why performance Christianity is not what Jesus wants. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome to Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and here we discover the true meaning of joy and learn that it's not just a feeling, it's faith. Jesus says in the Gospel of John chapter 15 that we can be filled with the only joy that will complete us simply by abiding in the Father's love and doing His will. This season, we will explore finding joy by walking with God in our everyday lives. Stay with us and hear other stories as they too have walked this path of discovery. Author, podcaster, and speaker John Fugler has fresh faith 24-7. That's his ministry. But he had to break from this habit of what he calls performing for Christ and build a deeper relationship with the Lord. Here's John. Hi, John. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm really happy to have you. Yvette, it's good to be here. I've been looking forward to this. We've been trying to get this thing uh, recorded for a while. <laughs> I know, I know. And, and your message, I think, is going to really speak to the listeners about performance Christianity. Oh, my goodness. When I when I read that, I thought that this is me and this is a lot of people out there. And so I'm really happy to have you on to talk about that and also to get to know you a little bit better and get to know your own story. Well, thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Great. So John Fugler, you are an author and a speaker and the founder of Fresh Faith 24-7. Tell us a little bit about Fresh Faith and then also about, um, you know, your background. Sure, sure. Well, it all ties together. Fresh Faith 24-7 really emerged out of my experience over the years. Uh, talk about performance Christianity. And I was uh, an athlete. I, I still love sports and played baseball, especially. And, and when you're an athlete, you're 
you're evaluated on how well you perform. I mean, if you don't perform well, then that's uh, the end of a very short career. Uh, so <laughs> as an athlete, I really had that ingrained into my being. I mean, it was like in my DNA. So when I came to Christ, I went forward when I was 16. I was, it was that story of uh, the small country church. And I was there on a Sunday evening and I was there to listen to a college football coach speak. That's what attracted me into the church. Mm -hmm. And he didn't speak about football. He talked about John three and how to be born again. And I never heard that message before. And I, I just went forward. I was in the back row and I was a kid that went forward and gave my life to Christ. Well, they took me into the side room afterwards and handed me a Bible and said, if you don't do anything else, read this book five minutes a day. So that's the greatest advice you can give anybody, but probably the worst advice you'd give me because I said, <laughs> okay, here it is. Read this book five minutes a day. And that's the secret. So I have to say that reading the Bible five minutes a day is what really kept me in the game, but it launched me into that performance aspect in my walk with Christ as well. And so that whole idea of performance that I'd learned in sports was part of my Christian life from the very first moment I came to Christ. Uh, and I, I, it fed me and that's the way I knew how to, how to, how to live. And that's what I, that's what I did. I want to perform for Christ. I want to serve him, went into full-time Christian work and all of that and did all the right things, had my quiet time and witnessed for Christ and checked all those things off. And it wasn't until decades later that I really understood that I had maybe missed Jesus along the way in many points where I had a relationship with him, but it was, it's really more performance and fresh faith 24 seven grew out of that so that I'm pushing aside the performance and moving into the relationship, that deep, deep, intimate relationship. Mm, I love that you say relationship number one. And do you think that this can, this unique conversion to Christ, or do you feel like this was a unique conversion to Christ? Um, does it, did it set you apart in any way? Or do you feel like there are perhaps other ways that people do find Christ? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, every every story is unique. Um, some people, you know, they they grow up in a Christian home, and so there's a point in their life where they say, "Wow, I really connected, and I understood that that faith became my own." Uh, whether it be at a youth camp or even maybe in a, adult years, where they they kind of done Christianity, but they miss the relationship and mm -hmm. they come to Christ. Mine was one of those. Yep, I heard I'd be born again. I never heard it before went forward, came to Christ. And I can tell you what date it was. It was, uh, January 7th, 1973 is the, is the date that happened. Not everybody has that. Um, I, I wasn't saved from a life of, of drugs or, or crime and all of that, but, uh, everybody's story is unique and, and our whole life experience merges with our, 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 spiritual experience, our conversion or our walk with Christ, you know, there's all a lot of things that come into that relationship. And for me, performance, wow, that was a big obstacle to the relationship with Jesus. And I didn't even know it over the years. I thought, man, I'm, I'm serving the Lord and um, I'm leading Bible studies and I'm leading people to Christ. And I started Christian radio stations and um, done some publishing and man, I am really close to Jesus, but my personal life I wasn't showing any, the, the kind of fruit 
that was evidence of that deep relationship. And boy, it took me a long time to understand that and get over that. So let's define it. What is performance Christianity? Hmm. Uh, Performance Christianity is really, um, I guess, equating how we serve God and do things for the Lord to our relationship with him. In other words, if I'm serving Jesus well, I have a good relationship with Jesus. I'm active in my church. Uh, I may be an elder. I may be a a, a speaker. I may be a small group leader. Um, I'm doing all those things. I'm you know, I'm, I'm at church three days a week or whatever. It's those things where we're motivated in our relationship with Christ by what we do for Jesus. And the thing is, yeah, we're supposed to be involved in those things. We're supposed to do those things, but we get it backwards. If our relationship with Christ is right and strong and intimate and personal, and we're being empowered by the Holy Spirit, we're going to do these things, but that's not the core of who we are. But yeah. when we perform for Jesus, it becomes our identity. And it, it's a really mm. dangerous place to be. And I find that longtime believers have a big problem with that because we learn these habits and we, you know, we're 20 or 30 years into our walk with Jesus. And we've learned these habits that are hard to break down and, and turn around and have victory so we can have that deep relationship. Does that make sense? Oh, of course. And the Bible says a little bit, little something about faith and works, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And I'll tell you, we wrestle with that one, don't we? Because yes, we do. It's like, well, I'm supposed to do these works and I'm supposed to have faith. So there's that tension of faith and works. But when we figure that out, that the works emerge from our faith, that's a whole new perspective. That's a That's freedom. That's freedom in our walk with Christ rather than the bondage of, oh, I've got to continue to do all these things. I've got to juggle all the commitments I have, and I have to say yes to every opportunity. God's not going to like me if I don't, and I have this standard I have to keep up. We don't say that. We don't, we don't admit it. We don't out loud say that, but we just think that in our heart, and that was me. <laughs> so I know what some of your listeners are thinking because we wouldn't dare say that, but we believe it. We sure do. The Positively Joy podcast is a member of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app. You know, it's pledge season on some public radio networks. We don't do that here, but we can't exist without your support. Join my friend SP in becoming a Patreon monthly giver. You can give as little as $5 and receive some great benefits. Go to PositivelyJoy.com and click support. So there are a lot of women listening to the show. And as women, as mothers, as uh, working women, as aunts, grandmothers, I mean, there's just so much to do. We say yes to everything. And I think it's pretty common that we would also say yes to Uh, what we do in the church. Yes, yes, I will volunteer. I'll be the team lead for this. Yes, I will take on um, coaching of this section. Yes, I will join this small group and I will join this volunteer team and I will make sure I do this and this and this and this until- serve in the nursery. Yes. You'll be an Awana leader and all those things. Exactly. I I think it's really common for for women to do that for, for a lot of people, but I think particularly women, because I think that, we are groomed to serve in many ways. 
um, just growing up. So I think the idea of performance Christianity is just going to be ringing the bell. Like people right now that are listening, I think they're just like that bell is being rung because it is for me too. It really is. Um, But once you realized it, how did you escape that life? Well, it was, um, it's interesting because a friend of mine gave me a book that's called With Reimagining the Way You Relate to God by author called uh, Sky Jitani. And uh, he's, um, there's a couple books in my life that have totally uh, changed the direction of my walk with Christ. Uh, And this is one of them. And uh, the other one was Radical by David Platt. And that really uh, sent me into taking Christ to unreached people groups. But Mm -hmm. this one, Sky um, shares in story and real life examples about how we tend to relate to the Lord. And one of one of four ways we relate to God uh, over God, um, under God, um, where we also uh, relate from God. And for me, it was for God is my relationship with God is for God. I serve, I serve, I serve. And he goes into detail in each each one of these. So over, under, from, and for. And while there is a there is health in each one of these ways that we relate to God. If it dominates our life, then we miss out on what the Lord wants, and He wants to relate with us, and we need to relate with God. Mm. So it's with God, and then we serve the Lord, and then we we walk in obedience. Sometimes we make this deal with God that I'll obey you, God, in order to be blessed, and we're supposed yes. to walk in obedience to God and experience blessing, but it's like, okay, I'm going to obey God, make sure I don't make any mistakes, don't sin, and I'm obeying the Lord. And if I do that, he'll take care of me. It's almost like we're trying to control God. And Sky makes that point. He says, our obedience is a way of we're trying to control God. And we're going, really? (laughs) Yeah, because you're saying, I'm going to do this, this, and this to make God do this, this, and this back to me. And it's he really goes into these things and it, it was it was convicting. So I read that book. And at the end, he, he shares some ways that you can cultivate that with relationship with God. Uh, and that was the beginning of the journey for me. And, and I went from this whole idea of frustration and dealt a lot with anger, um, coldness, ups and downs in my in my walk with the Lord. And meanwhile, I'm serving, serving, serving. But my family saw me differently, but people closest to us do. And I found now I've, I've got joy. Uh, I've got peace. Uh, most recently rest, really exploring rest and just backing off and enjoying that relationship with God. And for me, it's all about knowing Christ. My, my favorite verse over the last few years is uh, Philippians 3.8. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. And that's Mm. my quest in life. And I want to help a million believers know the Christ of the cross. Paul was one of the greatest servants. I mean, talk about somebody who who did stuff for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. He was like, he was a performer. And yet, the man knew Christ and his goal in life was to know Christ. He said, I want to know Christ. Philippians 3.10, I want to know Christ. That's the core of who Paul was. Mm -hmm. So everything he did for Jesus 
came out of knowing Jesus. That's why he spent years and years and years, I think, learning to know Christ before he set out in some of the perilous journeys that he did in the most dangerous times in, in uh, getting the church going. So I'll tell you, um, that was that was the turn for me. It's a slow turn of the ship, and I have to continue to learn it day after day. But it was that whole thing of knowing Christ and walking with Jesus. Mm. And how has your life changed since that turn of the ship? Um, I'm more relaxed. Um, I feel that, and I have to remind myself of this, um, that, uh, you know, like the fruit of the Spirit, more evident in my life, there's that peace uh, there's joy. Um, I've learned to say no. Uh, and I, I, there, I have that checkpoint. And I think one of the things that I've been practicing that a friend of mine worked with me on is to have a regular uh, retreat with God, a half a day away with the Lord. That, what does that look like? is, is so key. I, I mean, I've got to do that. I feel like if I don't do that, uh, I'm missing out um, because I have to stop down, push everything out, and really cultivate that relationship. It's more than just the daily quiet time, but it's that there's no rules on these four or five hours that I spend with Jesus. There's no rules. We just, we journal, we pray, we listen to music, we read the word. And, and it's just whatever we want to do, Jesus, you and I in this relationship time today. And, and it, that's been good. But I think because of that, um, I am more relaxed and not as intense a person, and I feel like I'm getting to know Jesus more. And this uh, this mini retreat, does it happen at a particular place, or can it happen anywhere? Just to the right of me here, over my shoulder, there's a couch. <laughs> I've got it blurred out, but that's kind of my favorite starting spot. So I just sit there, and I got uh, my Bible, and I've got I, I journal a lot. That's I make sure I do that. Um, I was just in in Cyprus on a ministry trip, got COVID, and it delayed our interview here, and I couldn't come back to the U.S. I had a great day one day with the Lord, got my journal out, and we just sat there and had a great time together. There was one time when I um, I said, Jesus, let's just go. I want to show you what I do. And so I, I took a bike ride with Jesus. Here's the trail I, I go down, Jesus. And I just wanted to bring you along. And we walked on the trail, talked with each other. I said, you know, one of my favorite fast food places here, because I like to stop and get a Diet Coke. This is, let's go over there. And so we stopped there and we just had some time there. It sounds crazy, but it was like, that's what you do in a relationship. You just hang out together. So we hung out together for a day. Other times I put on my headsets and I'll listen to, uh, praise and worship music for an hour or two. And um, so it's a variety. There really are no rules. And I try not to go into it thinking, what am I going to get out of this? I got to remember that there's no goal. I'm not trying to win a game. I'm not trying to pitch a no hitter. I am just having time with Jesus and maybe it's not measurable. <laughs> And that's, that's hard for us performers. Because, so true. So true. <laughs> what's the goal? What did you get out of this? Oh, well, check marks. So it's a, it's a daily battle. There's a lot of stuff going on in my head when this, when this happens. Is that a kind of a little mini Sabbath for you? I, and I ask you this because there's so many Christians that I'm um, coming into contact with who are trying to utilize that concept of Sabbath and spending time with the Lord. Um, and then also 
creating a space in home, which is what I also talk about, uh, to spend time for you. It might be the couch, um, but it also, you know, might be wherever he takes you. Yeah, it's um. You, you mentioned Sabbath there, and finally, I have decided I wouldn't do anything on on Sundays for me, um, because I'm a doer. I still am. I mean, I've got fresh faith twenty four seven. I I write books and and serve full time in another ministry as well. So, but I say, okay, we're just gonna not do anything. We're gonna rest, and so I do some reading and do some recreation and spend some time with the Lord and. But it's that discipline of saying, okay, I'm going to just turn off production. <laughs> there will be no production today. We won't produce anything and we will not let ourselves do that. Um, and so to me, that's that's what I do on my Sabbath. But I, I usually set aside for my time with the Lord, um, like a half day retreat, because I don't have enough attention span to do a full day. <laughs> um, <laughs> my half days usually I'll just take a day off or um, it's usually a day during the week that I do that. So it's, it's special time. It's just carved out for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we've been talking about the doing and the performance. One thing that we're talking about this season is to take God with us in our everyday life. And I certainly have heard you tell me just that you do that uh, in the time that you spend with him. Uh, sometimes um, it sounds almost like a play date, you and the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but how can, um, if you can share with our listeners, um, how can we take the time that we spend with the Lord, perhaps on like that one day, how can we remember to do it every day, to bring the Lord with us every day and to be open to him every day hmm. in our daily yeah. life? Sure, sure. And I find that's a struggle because I'm the kind of person I can have a great quiet time in the morning and then I go off and I'm going, I just left all that behind what I learned um, and what my connection with Jesus and all of that. And that's, um, I think that's, that's difficult. We have to be intentional about that. Really. I've been uh, reading a couple books about contemplative prayer. Um, uh, AJ Sherrill has a great book out there on that uh, and how to bring Jesus with you throughout the day. I, I talked with another guest on my podcast. Um, fresh faith in real life, who shared with me how he does that throughout the day. And he'll just stop down for a minute or two and spend time with the Lord and, and being intentional about that. Or we won't remember to do it. Uh, some people like to have index cards with get verses to remind them. And that's a good way. So what are the triggers that we can use? I think that maybe that's um, something the Lord really has taught me. Or what are those triggers that can point me back to to Jesus. Maybe when somebody texts you, that's a trigger to, wow, stop down and pray for that person or, you know, connect with the Lord where there's some things throughout the day that are, uh, are ways that will remind us to have these times of connection with the Lord. Mm, that's wonderful. You, you mentioned um, those great resources, books that you have gotten into, but you also have some resources um, that you wanted to share with us today. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, I have a, a series of devotional books that I've written uh, under the series, Your Life with God and uh, Faith and Joy and Prayer, Encouragement, number of things. But um, also one of the things that I, I send out three times a week on uh, 
Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays is a short 60-second devotional thought for the day called Fresh Bread, Fresh Bread for Fresh Faith. And what it is, it's just uh, a 60-second read that will springboard you into into your day. It's Mm. not a substitution for your quiet time or devotions, but maybe you're so busy that you just need something before the kids get up to get you on the right mindset. And this will help you do that. Now, I'm I'm the kind of person who, when I write a devotional, there's I don't say, okay, now go do this, because that's the opposite of what I want to happen. I don't want to give a reader something to do, because that's performance. But it always points them back to their relationship, the depth of their relationship with Christ. And that's what the Fresh Bread devotionals do. So if you go to my website, freshfaith247.com. You just click fresh bread in the menu and uh, just sign up and it'll come to you probably before you get up in the morning, (laughs) depending on when your kids get up. (laughs) But I try to get it out by 5 (laughs) a.m. Eastern time. (laughs) Well, that's great. All right. So that's freshfaith247.com? Yes. Great. And uh, are you on social media? Where can we connect with you elsewhere? Um, Right now there is, we've got, I've got a, uh, uh, a Facebook page of uh, uh, Fresh Faith 24-7. You can go on on there. Uh, one of the things that uh, I really pour myself into is our membership. We have a membership at uh, freshfaith247.com. You can check that out. And that's where uh, I'm bringing like-minded believers together where we are desperately seeking Christ. And that's really where we get into the, the depth of this and the training and uh, and courses people can do and connect with each other inside there because we have to work at this together. This We have to be tenacious. We have to keep at it. We have to push away the things that are keeping us from Christ and the, the performance or whatever it might be, those obstacles. So we need each other. So I'm, that's what Fresh Faith 24-7, the membership is all about. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, we've got a Facebook group and I do live devotions in there and um, there's videos that people can access and that type of thing. So that's all on the website. Wonderful. It's just so great that technology has allowed us to have access to really deepen that relationship with Christ. At the same time, you know, that technology can kind of get in the way. And I've been sucked down those <laughs> real rabbit holes, right? Or Facebook reels or Instagram or whatever. Um, but it's so great that we that we have the opportunity to, to seek him and to, you know, to meet seekers like yourself. And so uh, I appreciate you. And thank um, you. thanks so much for, for coming and sharing this message today. Well, thank you, Yvette. This has been great and uh, hopefully been been helpful. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Please leave us a review and a ranking wherever you are listening. Special thanks to music composer Morel Sanders and to editor Susan Marie. For more podcasts, go to thejam.online to listen to Journalists Advancing Ministry about journalists who have left media for the ministry. And go to Amazon.com to read Whispering in His Ear, my book of devotions that include life lessons, prayers, and journal writing, along with multimedia songs and spoken word. For Positively Joy t-shirts and other merch, go to PositivelyJoy.com and click shop.